Welcome to the Emory Athletics Podcast with your host, Sports Information Director, John Farina. Well, welcome to the first Emory uh, Athletics Podcast. Uh, we're hoping that these podcasts will serve as a kind of a, uh, a point for let people know, give us some insight on our Emory student athletes here. A lot of about 400. A lot of them have great stories and we're very welcome to have for our first podcast, Bennett Shaw of the uh, cross country and track and field program. Thanks, John. Uh, I'm really excited to be a part of this. I think it's uh, it's really fun for us to, or for the public to get to know a little bit more of the athletes. And I'm really excited to be on the first one. Okay. I know a lot of pressure's on. So we got to <laughs> yeah, make the first go. one a good one here. So uh, well, you talk about, you just got in uh, last night, took the red eye home from Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving break good? Yeah, it was great. Uh, it's great to have some time with some family and take a break, relax uh, after a long season. So uh, yeah, it was nice to just have some time to 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 physically relax and emotionally kind of just just have some relaxing time and and not have to worry about much so it was it was it was a very nice time you talk about the talk about the cross country season you, know, you guys uh, went up to Wisconsin competed at nationals uh kind of I imagine it took you a couple of days to thaw out a little bit it was kind of cold up there but uh just talk about kind of the cross country season you know, as a whole yeah so this cross country season was was a really good one um our team this year uh, has been I think the strongest it's been since I've been here. Um, and, and we've had some good teams in the past. Um, but this year especially, we just had a really good group of guys. Um, our top five, top seven were really, really tight-knit group. And, and even that actually showed on the course our our spread. So our, our time between our first runner and our fifth runner um, the whole year was really, really close. Um, and we actually had the best spread at the national meet, um, something we were very proud of. Um, so I think in, in that way, it was a really special season for me, especially to have just a really tight group of guys, um, really committed. And it was just, uh, it was special to be able to go up to Wisconsin, even though it's cold and, you know, we're not used to that, but, uh, it, it was special to me. That's also why I ran my freshman year. So it was kind of a full circle, um, you know, get to, get to run that course again with, with all the, the teammates this year, you know, a different group from than last time I was there, but I think it was a, it was a really nice way to attend my cross country career. Good. Well, let's talk about kind of uh, the start of your career. Kind of talk mm-hmm. about the process. You're from San Jose, California, long way from home. Uh, just talk about how you ended up at Emory, kind of the process and what you were looking for and how it developed. Yeah, I think I actually have a very uh, unique story in this is that I, in high school, I was not even a part of my, um, my high school's varsity cross country team. Um, and I'm pretty sure every single person we have on our team at Emory now was. Um, so uh, my high school was one of the one of the best high schools in California. And we had a really, really strong team. We're perennially uh, in the top 10 in the state, um, which is, you know, for California is its own region. So it's, it's, it's hmm. like, that's a, it's a big accomplishment to do that year after year. Um, so I was the alternate my senior year. Um, so I, I went to the race, but I didn't race. Um, and I really wasn't sure if I wanted to run in college. I, I really didn't know if I, you know, was going to be able to, to be honest. Um, and I came to Emory for just a regular academic visit. Um, and I went down, talked to the coaches, ran with the team, kind of got to know them a little bit, kept in contact. Um, and then when everything else fell into place with academics and whatnot, um, you know, there was a spot for me on the team. And from there, it's been, it's been a pretty incredible ride. Um, you know, I didn't really expect to be you know, one of the better people on the team, one of the faster guys or one of the, you know, more contributing people. And, you know, it was really special for me to come in as a freshman. And right away I was in, uh, you know, our top five. Um, 
and it it was a little it was a little scary at first to be honest um it was just something i was not used to but uh you know it, it all worked out and from from there on out it's been it's been a lot a lot of fun for sure were you looking at any other schools uh along the way besides emory and uh, yeah, I was looking at some other schools, but mostly um, I was looking at schools mostly just for academics. And, um, you know, I my focus and study are, are biology and Spanish now. And I kind of had I had an idea that that's what I wanted to do um, even as a senior in high school. So those were kind of the things I was looking for. Um, so, I, yeah, I had a couple of the schools in mind, but this just ended up being, you know, I, I really like the community here. I actually, funny enough, came on a day when it was like 35 degrees and there was no one outside. And even though I you know, I was like, hmm, this campus seems kind of dead. But I knew that that was just a really weird day because, you know, it's 35 degrees, everyone's inside. I know if it's not normally like that, it's a good sign. <laughs> well, you're lucky you didn't come with the uh, during the ice apocalypse. Yeah. So that shut yeah. the city down for a couple of days. Yep. Uh, talk about how did you, uh, I mean, how did you get into running? Was it something you always, you know, obviously you talk about high school. I mean, were you always, you know, what, what kind of got you going in that? So I think this goes all the way back to actually second grade. I know that's going pretty far back here. Um, my middle school would have timed miles on Fridays. Um, and I mean, my family in general are very, com- very competitive, very athletic. Uh, and just I just love the competition of, of running a timed mile. Um, it just became something I really liked. Um, and so I, and I did that all the way through eighth grade. Um, and you know, it just became something I really liked. And then uh, it happened to be that my high school cross country coach, um, I knew him through preschool. It's kind of a crazy connection. Um, and so I figured, well, you know, I really like running. This should be pretty fun. So I, you know, went for the cross country team. Uh, and my high school's cross country team had almost 200 guys on it. Um, so it was a huge team. Um, and I had come from a really small middle school. But I, you know, I just, I found a really, a really great community of people of, of, you know, people just in runners in general, really, um, and really fell in love with the sport, really fell in love with competing and racing. Um, you know, it's, it's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, I love doing it all the time. Um, and yeah, I mean, it started at a real, real early age for me. Did you have any big influences, people, anybody who served as kind of a, as a big influence for you? Uh, I think once I got to high school, my freshman year, um, a couple of the like upperclassmen seniors um, in that year were, you know, as, as a freshman, you you really look up to you know the older people on the team, and I think f- there's a couple of those guys. Um, actually, one of them who I saw last night in the airport, believe it or not, um, he and he so he actually walked on to the Stanford cross country team um, and was not recruited there. And I think that especially his story for me, um, you know, working super hard. And getting to run at a really, you know, Stanford's one of the best cross-country teams in the nation um, to run on their team. Uh, he actually transferred here to Georgia Tech, so I see him at Kennesaw Long Runs all the time. Um, but I, I think, you know, stories like that where you hear people who didn't necessarily have a bunch of talent but really worked hard uh, and committed to the sport and committed to being good teammates um, and having that really work out for them, those were kind of the role models that I followed. So you felt like your bell, your bell mine prep, your high school, yeah. you went to powerhouse, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. known nationwide. That really kind of, even though you weren't part of the, maybe the scoring group, that helped prepare you for here because you were running in such a competitive situation. Yeah, I think even, you know, I never really was competing on the big stages, but even just competing within mm-hmm. our team, I mean, there was enough people that... Um, you know, there was always a good race to be had and, you know, people who I had run with and done workouts with who I knew kind of where they were at, um, and was able to, to really compete against those people. So, yeah, I think that definitely, 
definitely prepared me for a really high level of competition, which is something that, you know, coming to Emory and, and running on those big stages at nationals or regional championships, that definitely helped me get ready for that and, and really enjoy that. You talk about your family. Uh, you're one of three boys. You're the oldest. Uh, you got a, uh, a brother at Harvard, plays baseball, and an old brother, a freshman at Northeastern. Uh, you talk about what was a competitive family. What was it like growing up in your family? Were you guys always playing sports, always trying to you know, get one over on each other? Oh, or? absolutely. Um, we... I don't. I can't think of a sport that one of us didn't play at a certain point. Uh, I mean, both of my brothers played football um, in high school. I obviously ran cross country, so it's different. Same season, I didn't play football. Um, then I played soccer and lacrosse my freshman year. And then I decided to track my sophomore year. So I played three sports. Um, my brother played football, baseball, basketball in high school. Um, my little brother did football and swimming. You know, we played. I both of us. Two of us played soccer all the way growing up. I mean, there, there was always, I mean, a lot of times just the, the time that we spend together is, you know, well, let's go to the basketball court and hang out and shoot around or, you know, nowadays, like, well, we're going to go surfing or, you know, something just, it, it's almost always an athletic activity that we're doing, you know, to spend time with each other. And it usually gets pretty competitive. So you guys weren't in the house very much. You were always out, always no, outside. No, I think my mom liked it that way, I, too. I'm sure she did with three boys. So uh, do, you, uh, do you guys stay in touch, like, you know, over, like, your brother plays baseball, you were on cross-country track, or your younger brother. You guys, like, stay in touch during, like, will, will your brother at Harvard give you a call before, like, a, a big meet and say, hey, good luck, or will, will you guys talk after, like, a big, if he has a big baseball series or something like that? Yeah, sometimes we do. Mm -hmm. um, I've actually been fortunate that my spring break lines up with, um, Harvard usually does a spring break, like, baseball trip here in the South, so I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to go and drive and watch some of those games. Um, and... Um, my little brother, the freshman at Northeastern, was able to watch um, me uh, run at a meet last year up at Princeton Invite. Um, so, so we've had some opportunities. Um, lucky enough to have the schedule work out where we can see each other actually compete, um, which is really, really special. Um, but yeah, we, we do. We definitely keep in touch, and everyone knows, you know, when Harvard's playing Yale in baseball or you know a big series. Um, those are definitely, definitely times that we. We check in for sure. Like during the, uh, let me ask you, like uh, away from memory, uh, have you been able to run in any other big races? Like, you know, during the summer, any like, you know, like obviously Atlanta has the peach tree, but anything like if you get back home or any other races you might uh, compete in? Yeah. I, uh, last year I ran, um, it was a Thanksgiving turkey trot um, in San Jose. Uh, so last year I ran that. Um, it was really fun. It was a lot of my high school teammates um, and other people that I know just from the area. Um, who run in that race. Um, and they have an elite section as well. So we got to see some of the elite professional runners run in that before, obviously, we started. Um, but that was really fun. Oh, good, good. Uh, let me ask you more of a, a lot of uh, athletes have rituals, superstitions. <laughs> you have any before either uh, like a cross-country meet or maybe before, a, you know, outdoor meet or anything like that? Um, I think usually just going through the warm-up is enough kind of ritual for me, um, especially when it comes to outdoor track with steeplechase. Um, I think I've kind of <laughs> developed a bit of a ritual in terms of doing certain drills and, you know, the timing and whatnot. Um, but I, I'm not generally a really superstitious person. Um, so I, I don't <laughs> I don't have anything where if I don't do it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume I'm going to have a bad race. I'm usually pretty, pretty even keeled. So, you know, talk about uh, uh, balancing um you're three, really a three-sport student athlete, cross-country, indoor, outdoor track. 
uh, double major mm-hmm. uh, in Spanish and biology, very good grades, eight-time UAA all-academic um, guy. How do you balance you? How, 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 just talk about the balance that you have to have on this, the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I I mean, obviously, time management is really important, mm-hmm. um, and everyone's going to say that. But I I think even more importantly is how much you balance, you know, all the how, how much passion you put into all of those things. I think there's only so much, you know, passion you can go around, um, and so much emo- you know energy and emotional energy you can put into a lot of this stuff. And I really think the reason I've been able to to do all of that is just because I really enjoy all of those things that I'm doing. And I think. If you have that, especially for me, knowing that I really enjoy, you know, doing research or being in a biology lab, also, you know, enjoy all my Spanish classes, you know, I love running, hanging out with the team. It's it's a lot easier to make time for things and to, and to you know, make decisions and make sacrifices if you're really enjoying what you're doing. So I think for me, that's that's really where where I'm able to find kind of the strength. And, and a lot of times, you know, when you're tired and, you know, you don't want to go for a 10-mile run or whatever else, you got your teammates there. Um you know, just being able to balance that and, and having, I think also having diverse, diverse areas of what you're doing is just, it's just good for you. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy, you know, going from one thing to the next and kind of getting stimulated in different ways. Yeah. Uh, if I put you on the spot, maybe a couple of your favorite or most memorable cross country or track and field experiences. Uh, I think the for track and field, the first one that comes to mind is um, my the UAA championships um, as a sophomore. They were at University of Chicago um, and I was running the steeplechase. And I think I was maybe the sixth or seventh in terms of the the time coming into the race. Um, and, you know, I thought I had a chance to be in the top three and I was pretty excited about it. But maybe realistically, I probably was like fifth or sixth. Um, but I, I just got in that race and... It was kind of a windy, a little bit of a colder day, usually conditions that favor me a little bit. Um, you know, being a little bit of a shorter guy and steeplechase especially, a lot of those guys are really tall. Um, it's, I, I just really, I just had a great race. You know, sometimes that just happens. Um, and I, at one point, was almost there, all close to winning, um, got second place. And I think for me, that was that was really special. I really had was not expecting it at all. Um, and it was really special for me to see, you know, all the work that I'd put in over the first two years and, and just learning how to, to run the steeplechase. Um, it's not an event that I had run before freshman year here at Emory. So that was really special for me. So how did you get into the steeplechase? I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's a different type of race for those who don't know. I mean, you're, you're running 3,000 meters, you're jumping over hurdles, you're running through water pits, and it's, 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 it's a different, this is a different race. Yeah, it really is. And, um, there's actually one of the best professional steeple chasers, um, Evan Yeager. Um, he has kind of like this this test. I think it's his coach actually. It's a test um, of who would make a good steeple chaser or not, and it's if you can make a layup uh, with both hands. And the reason is is you have to get the timing for hurdles right. You have to be able to, to get like your your feet timed up and be athletic enough to do all that stuff at once. Um, and so. I, I played plenty of basketball growing up. I played soccer, lots of other sports. So, you know, in general, I felt pretty strong in my athletic capability of going over a water jump without falling. Um, and, you know, every year we're kind of looking for one or two people to try the steeplechase. And, you know, I figured, hey, I'll give it a shot. Um, and I, I just, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think, I think especially more than other races, I know this sounds crazy. Some people are thinking like, why, why, how is that fun? Like you're hurtling, you know, whatever, 30 times it is. Uh, but 
you know, it's an extra challenge and it's, especially for, you know, someone like myself who's very competitive, it's, it's kind of fun to, to have some different stuff in a race. Cause you know, every other race is just flat as fast as you can go. This one, there's technique, you know, there's a lot more strategy involved. You can't go out as hard. Um, so while, at, while being more difficult, it is, I think just more challenging and more fun. You know, obviously, uh, you'll have a cr- another crack at the steeplechase uh, mm-hmm. this spring. Uh, Emory will host UAA, so you know, be I'm sure you'll We're be excited, excited about you know, that. Oh, excited yeah, excited to, to do that. Uh, let's talk about like uh, last summer. You were able to give kind of give back a little bit to your hometown community mm-hmm. uh, it, back in San Jose. Uh, you were serving as a, as a as a teaching fellow for the uh, Breakthrough Silicon Valley. Just t- talk about that and what that was about. Maybe w- really what you took away from that. Yeah. So. Um, my fam- well, I'm lucky enough that my family is actually involved with the Breakthrough Program, so it's always been something that I've really wanted to do, and it just kind of had never worked out. Um, but last summer, you know, I just felt like it was the right time um, for me to do it. And you know, for me, I think especially growing up in in San Jose, it's it's a place where there's a lot of inequality. Um, you know, it's it's the heart of Silicon Valley. You have you know some of the richest people and companies you know in the world who are right there, um, and right beside there's you know lots of people who or lots of public schools and other school systems that that have a lot of issues. And so I think for me that that was an issue that you know I had always seen. Um, there had been some kids in my high school. Um, from that background and you know some those were some of my best friends to be honest um even some who had who had done this breakthrough program so it's something that i had really wanted to do and actually one of my teammates uh, luis torres was also there um with me so that was really cool for me to have someone from emory I, I somehow i convinced him to do it um and yeah it was really meaningful for me um you know to to teach all these kids more than just, you know, I was teaching biology and I also was teaching a soccer elective. So I kind of got got both of my areas, you know, some, some academics and some athletics. But really more than that, just getting these kids excited about learning um, and giving them a role model of someone who, you know, is an athlete and really loves sports, but also really enjoys being in the classroom and and has a, real, a true passion for learning and science especially. Um I think that was really special for me to to have to provide that role model for these kids who are looking for examples, um, you know, of people who are loving academics and athletics, because those kids want to do those things. They they just you know they want to see how like how do you how do you do it. Mm-hmm. So I think you know providing role model for that. You know, also all these kids are are looking at high schools and whatever else, and kind of you know being there, having done it, just to be a resource for them was really special for me. You know, I know you don't have a lot of spare time, yeah. just judging by all the things that you're involved in, but I mean, what do you like to do in your spare time or how do you unwind or, you know, hobbies you might have? Um, I, I really enjoy playing pickup basketball. Um, and basketball has always been the sport that I really enjoy. I'm a huge Golden State Warriors fan. Um, anyone on my team will probably laugh when they hear that. Um, but I think it's just something I really enjoy sitting down and watching sports. You know, it's also something I, I do a lot with my family. Um, you know, when I'm home, just we just sit there and watch, you know, football or basketball, whatever it is. Um, but I think for me, especially just kind of unwinding, doing something athletic where I don't have to think too hard, you know, just move around, have fun. I think that's kind of the best way that I unwind. Okay, who's the best pickup player on on the track team or cross country team, other than yourself, of course? Ooh, uh, I might have to go with Sam Branson. He's a, uh, yeah, he's definitely quite. He's got the height for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. So, <laughs> uh, let's talk about maybe 
uh, the future. Uh, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of track for you to be running, mm-hmm. but you'll be graduating in May uh, with your double major. Kind of like, what's the plan for 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 Bennett Shaw? Yeah, so I think I've always had um, an interest in medicine, mm-hmm. um, and you know, at some points, it's been stronger than others. Um, but I think at this point, that is kind of the the next step is to apply to med school. Um, but this next year, I'm planning on doing a gap year, so I'll be doing most likely working with some research. Um, and you know, if it works out, uh, I w- I'd really love to be able to volunteer, coach, or to you know, run with a semi professionally or with a group or something. Um, I, you know, I definitely am not ready to just not have running or athletics be a you know important piece in my life. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. It's going to be a big transition, but. Uh, yeah, and who knows? I may still be around. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope you are. I mean, uh, you know, it's you. You mentioned a lot of former Emory runners have really, really continued continued on. You know, Jerron Davies has had mm-hmm. a lot of success. Eddie Muller's had some yeah. outstanding, uh, you know, competitions since he's graduated. Uh, well, Bennett, we want to thank you for joining us on this first uh, podcast. I'm sure we'll get some rave reviews, hopefully. Uh, but really, uh, again, thanks a lot, and really best of luck during the indoor track season and outdoor track season. We'll be following you definitely. All right, thanks everyone. Come out to outdoor UIAs in the in the spring. It'll be exciting. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening and. Uh, Hey, come back. We'll be back uh, hopefully next week with another one. And uh, thanks again for listening. All right. Thank you.